drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. You know I'm your host, Eric Oakry, talking Lions football twice a week here on the Kool-Aid cast, where I've been known, you know, multiple, uh, plenty of times to, to you know, fill up, fill up that glass with that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Exactly. Drink it in. We're talking Lions here on the show, but I got one of my good friends back. Stefan is back on the show. You guys know him. He, he's got his own theme music, the King of Bros. He's back here to talk Lions. Bro. Stefan, how you doing this bro. week, bro? I'm doing good, bro. I'm, I'm looking forward to having football on the weekends. It's been too long. It's been too long. It has been way too long. Football is back. I keep saying it, but like literally... Next week, the Lions will be hitting the field in preseason. And while I got your music going, bro, I guess I should tee up the people, bro, with what we got on the show. Bro. So here's what we got, man. I mean, maybe you can just finish my sentences here after I give some of the people the topics. I mean, there was a fight at training camp. We might talk about who would be in the ring in a UFC ring if you had to pick two Lions. I mean, what do you think about that? Ooh, bro, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I like that Ste- one. Stefan, we got to talk about Jeff Okuda. He's getting a lot of love. I mean, we might talk about how Jamal Williams is the coolest dude ever. I might have some new T-shirts we got to talk about here on the show. We got to get golf in here. What do you think about all that? Bro, it's it's all good. It's all exciting. We got, uh, you know, again, football around the corner. We can just taste it. We can feel the excitement. I'm, I'm ready to dive in, bro. Stefan, I mean, Aleem McNeil. We might talk about St. Brown. I mean, what about the rookies? And we might end with a guy named TJ Hawkins. Who knows what might happen on this show, bro? You know what? Bro, the king of bros. I might have to give the crown TJ. I don't even mind that. You know, rocking the flow, rocking the, the you know, the, the, just the ball skills. I'm, I'm liking it. Exactly, man. It's going to be a tremendous show. So we're, we're going to pull your music down, bro, and get right into this. So without further ado, I mean, before we got recording here, Lions basically just had their first day of putting on the pads, bro, getting after it. And you know who got after it was St. Brown, the rookie who takes no mess from anybody. And Iffy, Iffy Melifanu, these two were swanging, <laughs> they were throwing. So we could talk about that. I mean, everybody likes a good training camp fight. But what I want to know from you is if you could take two Lions off this current team and put them in the UFC cage, I mean, do you got two names for me of people you just want to see square up and go at it? I'm very curious. Well, dude, I mean, how can we – you have to have Sue in there. I mean, you can't not have – you know, Nandamaka and Donkey Kong Sue. Okay, you're going throwback. Okay. 
you know, that's not current, but listen, I know we, you gotta, you can't not have a lions in a cage fight without mentioning his name. Okay. But you know, uh, you know, how about, how about TJ versus DC, you know, a little old versus new <laughs> <laughs> little battle of the tight ends there. Um, no, I, I want to know who's, who's Sue fighting. That's what I want to know. Since you went old school, who you got Sue up no, against? I, put him against my boy, uh, Robert Porsche, you know, let's see speed versus power. Let's see what's up. Okay, okay, I like it. I mean, I, I'm sure Sue would try to get him on the ground and stomp the hell out of him. I don't know if that's a UFC worthy. That's more WWE quality, but he's been known to stomp a fool. And then you got TJ Hawkinson versus Dan freaking Campbell. Ste- Stephen, you ever heard of this guy, Dan Campbell? You ever heard of him before? Hey, Motor City Dan, he sounds familiar. What do you got for me? <laughs> Dan freaking Campbell, you know what he'd say about TJ Hawkinson after he put him in a Camorra and made him tap out? You've had enough of that <laughs> That's what TJ might say. He's had enough of that bleep. You've had enough of that <laughs> But Dan Campbell in the in the cage, I mean, he also might go after a kneecap or two, you know what I'm saying? We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other yes. kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're the going to hey, be listen, the last one standing. All right? Is That's that uh, be before or after his 40 ounces of coffee and four espresso shots he's talking about the other exactly. day during that press conference? Dan Campbell <laughs> is lubed up. He gets better and better by the day. I mean, you've got tight end versus tight end. I mean, we are off to a good part of the show here, bro. If I had to throw two guys in, Again, mine might not be as entertaining as you, but I think I have the better fight. Big old Trey Flowers against a guy I cannot stand. I would just love to see you get a beat down. Just some just some elbows, maybe some maybe some knees to the gut there in the corner. And that's Jamie Collins. Give, give me Flowers against Collins in the octagon, maybe even without the gloves. Maybe go bare knuckle with those two. Hey, I am mad at that, bro. Listen, you know. It's a good one. I like I like the matchup, and you know what? I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not too fond of what Collins has been bringing anyway. So yeah, give give us a reason to beat it. His beep up. <laughs> I almost had to keep it gotta keep it family friendly. <laughs> exactly. I appreciate that, man. So yeah, like you say, the fires are uh, are flaring at camp. I I kind of like that because it shows these guys care and they're getting after it. So we got so much more to talk about, man. We'll keep this thing rolling. Jeff Okuda, man, second year corner, number three pick overall. This guy had a horrible, terrible, as Charles Barkley would say, rookie year. But everybody is loving this kid this year. They say he's swaggy. He's loud, he's in shape, he's healthy, he's making plays, he's ready to go. I mean, are you buying all this buzz? Is this guy going to come out like slated a second, third year and be shut down? Or where are you at with Mr. Okuda? Yeah, bro, you know, I am, I'm high in this guy, man. I just think anything that, you know, Matty P touched, we just got to just wipe the slate clean. Let my man Akuda come back and get that swagginess going, get that confidence back. He's a ball player, and he's going to ball this year. I, I'm feeling good about it, bro. Bruh. I agree. Jeff, Jeff Okuda, I've been saying, everyone's all worried. Oh, he's a bust. He's one of the least things I got to worry about on this football team. I love this guy as a player, as a person. Okay, he had a bad year. He was hurt. He had a horrible head coach. He was a terrible scheme. We get it. I think he's really going to impress and be incredible. And I love that he's getting a lot of love uh, here early in camp. And now he's just got to go out in the field and make plays and, and be that high-end corner that we have on a rookie deal that really starts to play well. So I, I, I like him a lot and like what I hear. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, man. And just to add to that real quick, I mean, I'm hearing good things about Tracy Walker, about just about the secondary in general coming out of camp. So, I mean, there definitely is a buzz around that unit. They might be a little bit slept on. So I'm looking forward to you know them coming out and uh, hitting the field. No doubt about it. Stefan, do you, do you follow at Derek Oakery on Twitter by chance? You know, I, I think he's, he sounds familiar. I don't know. He's all right. <laughs> because I, I happen to put something out here recently about uh, AG Aaron Glenn, our defensive coordinator, saying he loves our safeties. And I was like, you do? Why? <laughs> but he went on to say that Tracy's been balling, really hell of a player, I think he said. He said that Will Harris, who everyone hates in this town, but I always have liked the kid, is like he's really coming on. He's really taken to the new coaching, has a lot more confidence. Uh, he went right down the list of, you know, which was about two or three D because we got no depth or no real basketball ball players at safety. But he seemed to like him. And, and like you say, I think the corners, I mean, AO, I mean, everybody knows AO on the show. Oh, baby. Exactly. He's been getting a ton of love from Dan freaking Campbell as well as uh, other coordinators. You got Quinn Dunbar who has some family issues. He's been on the downside, but, you know, we, we got Iffy. We got Corn Elder. I mean, the guy's name is Corn. I mean, he's got to be good, don't you think? Plus, he's from the U. <laughs> Exactly. So bring that I, swag all around. I love it. <laughs> I think uh, I think those corners are going to be fun to watch. I don't know how good they're going to be along with those safeties, but I think Mr. Okuda is going to be real good. I hope Aaron Glenn is right that the the safeties ball out, but that's TBD in my opinion. But uh, we we can't wait to see it now. Now let me throw this at you before we get our great uh, sponsors in here. So so this week. Jay Swag Daddy, uh, most people know him as Jamal Williams, but I think that's his Twitter <laughs> handle, Jay Swag Daddy. He, was, he stepped to the microphone, and if you haven't seen a press conference, an interview, whatever it may be with this guy, I mean, funniest dude ever, nicest dude ever, craziest dude ever, most personable. I mean, the, he has it all covered, and I think he can play football, which is going to be real fun to watch this season, too, when they let him loose and get him involved. But they asked him about him and, and Swift, and he was kind of like, man, I, I'm like, I run like Swaggy, and, and he runs like a Swifty. <laughs> and he was going on and on with all these crazy like innuendos about their names and this and that. And I was like, so again, I had to tweet it out at Derek Okri. I'm like, let, let me help you out, Jamal. Instead of zig and zag... I mean, I think we got Swift and Swag. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we print those T-shirts, Swift and Swag? I mean, it sells itself. Oh, I mean, in-game, you know, they can be zigging and zagging through the defense with their Swift and their Swag. You know, like, it's it's just so good. I mean, it's just it's printing money. I mean, are we on top of this? Can we get these rolling or what? <laughs> oh, man, bro. We got we missed our call. We got to get the marketing game, bro. I love it. Bruh. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I do just, like the one two good. punch, though, man. Whatever you want to call it, it's going to be fun. Exactly. Like they they need to earn a nickname, but I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are kind of iffy on Swifty. They're like, man, I don't know if this guy's going to be like a top eight fantasy type running back, or is he going to be a, a mid twenties? Like some people think he's really going to be not used or. You know, they're going to split it up so much, but like 
there's been all these reports coming out, man, that Swift is just killing people in the passing game. Nobody can hold him. He's getting slants and out routes and beating people up the seam. And, like, I just think he's going to be utilized so much better by this coaching staff. I feel like he was totally held back his rookie year with that whole he's got to earn it, you know, he dropped a pass in his first game. Like, big deal. Like, this guy's one of the silkiest talents I've seen. Like, let him loose. And then – I'm real curious about Jamal Williams because I love Jamal Williams coming out in the draft. I was like, man, this guy's like really complete running back. And he just seemed to have, you know, just this presence about him. But then after a couple years in Green Bay, I was like, oh, yeah, Jamal Williams, you know, he's like he gets a few touches and he does makes a few plays. But he was not on my radar. It's like I got to have this guy. But just personality alone. I mean, if he makes any plays, he's well worth being in this locker room and whatnot. And I think. He seems real excited. So where are you at with Jamal Williams? Let's start with him. Like, do you think he can really be a dynamic number two? Is he going to be just kind of less than average once he starts playing? What do you think? You know, man, like he, he's going to be a good compliment to, to Swift. Because, I mean, like, I, you know, I don't want to spend too much time with Swift. We all know what it is. He stays healthy. He's going to get those touches. He has to be uh, getting those touches. But Bruh. Jamal, you said a good, a good locker room dude. He's gonna be uh, have that energy. He's gonna have that swag. It's gonna be a little bit of you know extra sizzle to the line. So I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I think he's gonna be a good complimentary piece. I mean, whatever, not too sexy of, of a take there, but the dude is is gonna be exciting one way or the other. So uh, it's it's gonna usher in some some good good talking points at the very least going forward. I mean, he's already just absolute must-see TV at the mic. I feel like he's got to be fun in the locker room for players and keeping it light and getting people fired up. I heard before we uh, hit the old red circle button today that he's out there dancing with Sheila Ford. I mean, Sheila Ford's <laughs> dropping it on the like it's hot on the practice field. I mean, do with that what you will. But uh, I thought that was humorous on so many levels. I do not have video. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I would kind of like video of Jay Swaggy dancing with uh, – Sheila Swaggy. I mean, that would be entertaining for me. But, um, you know, to me, he's just such a great person. And uh, I I just think if he's anywhere, you know, average or above as a, as a two running back, it's going to be nice. And, and what have we had here as Lions fans? I mean, we, we just have not had even a one or a two or a three or anything really at the running back position that we could count on. So if these guys can just get the yards that are there, catch the football when it's thrown to them, find the end zone at times, and keep defensive honest, I'm going to be real happy. And, and like I said, I think a lot of people are just sleeping on how good Swift is as a football player and a person. I think they're just like, ah, you know, he might put up, you know, some good catching, but he already showed he can, he can run and find the end zone in his rookie year. So I can't imagine he's going to not be better here in year two especially with the handcuffs off from the from dan freaky campbell and company oh yeah bro i mean definitely again he's he's gonna take those next steps i see big things with him going in the next season i mean our offensive line is gonna be uh, a huge you know uh, building block of the team and he's just gonna feed off that so it's 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 signs of a bright future 100 percent yeah, I can't wait to see it. Hopefully we can put this whole we can't run the football thing behind us with these two and, uh, you know, whoever they may add or however the season goes down. We, we will see what happens, but I'm really excited about it. So, Stefan, let's do this, man. I, I told myself I kind of was thinking let's let's give the people kind of a good rapid fire short show. They can listen on the way to work, the gym, whatever it may be. 
So let's go ahead and get out of here, uh, take a break. We'll, we'll get our great sponsors in here on the show. We've got uh, uh, a few sponsors, Reality Sports Online and, and others here. Get them in as well as uh, come back, man, and talk Jared Goff, Aline McNeil. Um, I want to talk about the rookie receiver we got, a whole bunch of other things. So you ready to do that, pay some bills, and we'll come right back and get after it, bro? Let's get after it, bro. Let's do it. Bruh, bruh. Everybody, we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I am fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now... Most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Do you think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. So here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. If you love fantasy football, go check out Reality Sports Online, especially... um, just appreciate you um, supporting any of the sponsors of the show as well as it really helps us. You hit that subscribe button, you share it with a friend, you give us a review, whatever it may be. That's just awesome stuff. And like I said, you can find me on Twitter at Derek Ogre. Um I love kind of just when I get a chance, which we all know we're crazy busy, when I can throw out a lion's take or retweet a lot of stuff that I enjoy seeing from other reporters that I respect or uh, other people out there, I really try to do that as well as it just cracks me up when uh, fans and people will uh, send me stuff that are relating to gimmicks on the show or things that make them laugh or something crazy that I said to try to entertain them that was Lions related. I love doing that on Twitter. So find me at Derek Oker. Give me a follow. 
Stefan, I know he tried to get you on the Twitter game, but I don't think you've been out there too much. I mean, anything you want to promote, anything like, can they find you on like MySpace or are you still on like Facebook or where are you, where are you at, man? You probably got some page out there. You know what? Listen, bro, just for you, I'm going to, I'm going to step the Twitter game up, bro. I'm going to show you how it's done. I'm going to show all the people how to be entertaining and also enlighten bro. you folks along the way. Enough of your garbage takes. Too too often I got to put up with that nonsense. All right. Well, we'll see. You've been known to say a lot. I don't know that you do a lot after the fact. So we'll see what you do as well as oh, you know, like, like, like give a, give a brother a like, maybe a retweet. I mean, I know my, I got my buddy Chops. He was like, man, I never want to come on the podcast. Now he loves coming on. He was like, oh, man, what's this Twitter you keep talking about? Now he's on Twitter putting out Red Wings content all day long, retweeting, like yelling at me if he says something I don't like, liking everything when I put out because I put out tremendous content. I mean. It's the place to be, and so many good people. Some people say, like, oh, Twitter, it's all negative. I, I never get any negative posts on there. Very, if, never. It's just, like, great people that love the Lions and love talking football, fantasy football, whatever it may be. So, tremendous well, stuff. So, listen, I'll be looking bro, for you, bro. You just wait. Just till I till I get my account back on the and it's A game. You think St. Brown's bringing fire to training camp. You just wait till the King of Bros is on Twitter dropping <laughs> Just dropping mics left and right. You, you know what that would be, Stefan? You really want to know what that would be if you if you lit it up or, or communicated <laughs> with the people or had some fun? You want to know? Uh, what's that? Let me have it. That was amazing, bro. That was amazing, bro. That was amazing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, bro. And you need to serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid for the people. I mean, I let you on the show. You're out there. I mean, drink it in. Drink it in, man. All right, so 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 we we got some promos, we had some fun, great fun part of the first part of the show. We got way more to talk about, bro. And I want to start with Jared Goff, the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. So, Jared Goff, I mean, he, his reviews have been positive. Like his teammates like him. They say he's swaggy. They're calling him JG. I mean, he's out there with a mic'd up segment, trying to be funny, asking people about their rash and doing this and that. Like, wh- like where are you at with Jared Goff? Because I feel like everything's been good and positive and and what you would expect to sort of hear. But it hasn't been amazing. Like, there's only been a few reports that he made some deep throw or he put the ball where it needed to be. So like. I feel the jury's out, and I'm excited about the guy, not as much as my buddy Chops, who thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced white bread. But I think I'm hoping he comes in and he's good, but I got to see it on the football field. Where are you at with Goff? These positive, but not crazy, outlandish, amazing things about him so far. Well, you know, Chop can just calm down a little bit. I mean, let's be real. The man is who he is. He's going to have a renewed sense of energy. (laughs) It's going to be great. He's going to have the kind of offense he needs to be successful with TJ Hawkinson balling out with, with Swift coming out into his own, a strong offensive line. He's going to play a lot of play action passing, which he's going to excel. So don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be a nice little piece. He's going to serve us well, but I mean, he is who he is. He's not a dynamic, you know, arm talent, but I mean, not to be, again, I don't want to just be like boring about it, but, he he's gonna serve a purpose, man. He is who he is. <laughs> king King of Bros. I, I've got a little something for Jared Goff. I got a little bit of advice, maybe a clip, maybe something you should think about. You want to know what that is? Let me have it. This is what the people of Detroit want from Jared Goff. I want winners. I want people that want to win. 
Exactly. We want to win ball games, Jared Goff. Nobody cares how many stats you put up. Nobody nobody cares what you're doing out in the community and whatnot. We want W's. We want winners here in Detroit. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Find a way to beat San Francisco. Go into Green Bay under the lights and layeth the smack it down on that smug, arrogant, pompous, idiot number 12 over there in Green Bay. You start doing that. You start putting up those dubskis. This city's going to love this guy. Hey, this is why you have a show of your own, man. That was I can't I couldn't have said it better myself. Bruh. Ditto. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So so I'm right with you. We'll see what he does. He might be what he is, but if he gets wins, it's going to be incredible. I want to talk to you about this guy, Stefan. Again, Stefan, you come on the show. We have fun. We obviously go over the top to try to entertain the people. We don't bore people like the other some of the other lion shows that are out there. But I know you're not like a diehard diehard. Like, you know what you're talking about. You're a sports guy. I mean, you play soccer. I, I, I would say I don't hold that against you, but I totally hold that against you. Um, but like Aleem McNeil. This is a big dancing bear, big fella. I mean, basically, reports are saying he's starting from day one in the middle, and he's been called Twinkle Toes by Dan freaking Campbell. People are, Frank Ragnow is saying you can't block this guy. He's got sweet feet, and he can run you over or dance around you. Like, do you know about this guy? Have you heard about him? What do you think the ceiling is? And is Ali McNeil going to be like, of just a stud in Detroit, or is he going to be like, oh yeah, Lee McNeil, he's aight. I mean, shoot, I love to say, you know, he's the next interior, you know, like a Warren Sapp type, you know, big grizzly out there, but just making, making plays. But like you said, I haven't seen a lot of them. I'm excited for us to get out to the practice coming up, you know, in these coming weeks, see the man in person. Um, but I, man, obviously the, the, the reports are good. Um, it's all good things. I mean, if Frank Ragnow is having a tough time blocking you, I mean, there's got to be some some uh, some credence to that, you know. So, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a beast in there for us. I like it. Bruh. All right, good good take by you. I think he'll be fun. I think he's got really interesting upside. I can't tell you right now either exactly what it is, but there's something about this guy's build where I said he just looks like the part in the uniform and. His inner, he seems like a good guy, but also a, a guy that could be just a, a guy, a penetrator, a nasty, good football player for this team for a long time. But, but other than that, what I want to talk about before we get to our next topic is like on my other show, Believe in Lions on the Bleed Podcast Network, we had this great sponsor, betonline.ag. Betonline, you know, holler at me. You could be a sponsor on this show too. I'd appreciate it. But if we were to put odds, <laughs> maybe put some money down on the percentage chance that you're actually going to make it to that night season ticket holder only practice that I invited you. I think we're going to try to get Logan Lamarandier from Sports Illustrated to go to that and maybe another buddy or two. What are the chances that you're actually going to come through on that and not say, I'm sick, the girlfriend, we got a wedding to prepare for? You know, I don't put it very high. I mean, I think it's probably like 200 to 1 odds that you actually make it to this thing on time, ready to go. What do you think? And bro, I think you're salty that I have a life. I have people Bruh. that want to, you know, take some of my time. But no, <laughs> listen, put, you know, put put me on paper, put me on the record, 100. percent It's going down. Oh and if my, it's on me. Oh my goodness, 100. percent He says, I mean, you got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, oh. 
We will see if that goes down, everybody. You know I will run him over with a bus and give you the real excuse if it comes like two minutes before we're supposed to meet up. Like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. But, I mean, and the reason I run you over is because I only have you on about once a month, yet (laughs) it's very challenging to get you every 30 days. I mean, you can't be that damn busy. I mean, we're talking football here. It's a good time, wouldn't you say? You know what? Well, listen, football is finally beginning, and my A game is about to finally begin. So just just wait. We're getting warmed up. <laughs> okay, but but bro, Bruh. you know this is like real football, not like that that <laughs> stuff you play on the pitch. That like where you got oh, orange slices, man. Capri Suns, umbrellas. It's not that. Bro. That's not football. I'm the listen. Okay, you know what? I'm a former college athlete, bro. I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> You know, I got to get these scholarship dollars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. College athlete. I mean, soccer and the sport we shall not speak of that they play on a diamond. Uh, those aren't sports. Come on. We're talking football. Man's game. I, I have a drop here somewhere that says uh, says man's game. I probably can't find it right now. But, I mean, we're, we're talking real stuff now. So, Aline McNeil is going to be a beast. He ain't going to be out there playing soccer. He did, he did play the sport we shall not speak of. But it's kind of fun to watch a 300-pounder play the outfield i gotta say that's the one time i will talk about it but let's get to saint brown right now slot receiver for the lions out of usc this kid you want to talk about no nonsense i mean you might be late or not show up to anything but this guy is not only there he's early he's staying late this guy's doing work i mean saint brown was quoted by anthony lynn the offensive coordinator of saying this kid might be the steal of the draft he said he is no nonsense. He will show up and fight you, as we saw here recently, and he will make the catches. I'm real high on this guy. I think he's going to be a very gritty, grimy, just Golden Tate-type player as he grows into his role, playing underneath and making run after catch and doing some things. Where, where are you at? you think this guy could be a really big steal for this team? Well, yeah, man. Let's, let's break it down, bro, because – Obviously, our outside talent is not uh, have the most depth right now. He's coming in with with uh, you know obviously fire with passion. He's gonna you know the feed off you know that those slot rolls those um, more dynamic plays. Um, and with obviously Hawkinson getting a lot of attention, I, I don't see why not. Why, why he won't be a steal the draft? I mean, the upside is great, and the energy he's bringing. As of right now, you, you can't say anything but good things about the man, and he has a he definitely has a role. It's just his to take. Absolutely does, and I think there was a real cool story that came out that said I think his dad uh, told him, you know, he'd catch two hundred passes every time after practice, and because he wanted to do just a little bit more, I think he made it two oh two or two twelve. One of those two uh, is what he does, and and that's just putting in that work, man. Like. Some people talk about it, other people be about it. And, like, for him just to be, like, every day putting in those type of catches and, like I say, just have such a mentality, those are the kind of guys that I feel like aren't going to be flops. Like, bro, did you see what the Pistons did in the draft, bro? Ooh, yeah, bro. Listen, <laughs> that's man. that's that man coming back to life. <laughs> that's that man, Cade Cunningham. I mean, he's straight up talent, but I feel like Livers is the type of player that – He's just great off the field, off the court. Can can think the game, can play the game. Hard worker. He's gonna be with Beeline. Like those are the type of guys that you're like. You just take him and you don't worry about it. You're like, man, this guy's gonna be a player for my team. And that's what I think uh, 
Brad Holmes was thinking about St. Brown for the Detroit Lions. He was just like, I'm going to wait, 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 hold my water, and I'm going to get this kid at the perfect value. And then before you know it, he's going to be like a 2-3 receiver on my team. But he's going to be super valuable. Like nobody's asking this guy to be an all pro, but he's just going to be so dang good in his role and so much better value and better football player than, you know, early in the fourth round is going to show that it's just going to be a tremendous pick player and person, I think for this team for a long time as well. Yeah, bro. Plus, you know, put a chip on any a guy's shoulder like that. You know, he wants to be the steal of draft. I mean, that alone has got me looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring, you know, these, these Sundays in the future. No doubt, man. We're serving up that Kool-Aid for the people. Drink it in, uh... Double side of cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! <laughs> and, and, and like, I always try to keep it positive on the show. I'm always like, man, I'm just going to hype up the fans. I'm going to go up over the top, try to entertain as well as I just love talking ball. But I got to throw this in there. Like, my man Levi, you, you know what he is here on the show, right, Stefan? The big denim that... <laughs> I mean, you, you got to say it with a little bass in your voice. Big denim. <laughs> yes, that's the man, number 75, that we took in the high second round that they seem to love. I haven't heard much about this guy. I think he's even out with a little bit of an injury right now. We don't think it's major, but it is what it is. Iffy, I mean, he's been a little, you know, iffy he's so far. Iffy. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to hear better things. I heard he's smart and big, but I also hear he's got a long way to go and he's raw, as well as my guy Derek Barnes. Number 55, the linebacker, the guy that can blitz. I don't even think he's barely practiced. He's got some hammy. He's got this. We cannot have this keep happening where Lions rookies are injured or underperforming. We need the guys that are like, damn, that was a hell of a pick in the fourth round. Like we just talked about St. Brown or Derek Barnes. Those guys got to be like early starters to help this team get going. So my thing is like I haven't heard much about those guys yet. I still really think they're good players and they will be good, but I would like to see them move forward a little bit quicker. What about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, we obviously would love to hear, you know, more excitement on training camp, but the silver lining is um, our linebackers have been so piss poor for some time now that, you know, they don't got very big shoes to fill. So they're going to have, you know, again, a, a role to fill. And, you know, I think just let these guys get in the groove. It's been about two, three days in a training camp. Um, you know, plenty of time to grow. We'll be, we'll be all right. Exactly. You want to know what our linebackers have been recently, uh, Stefan? You want to know? <laughs> Please enlighten the people, bro. Absolute circus <laughs> at the linebacker position. I mean, we got a bunch of clowns that weigh 250, 60, 70 pounds, whatever, running around out there with clown noses and, 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 and hair trying to do balloon tricks for people while wide receivers are running right past these fools. I mean, it's just been an absolute circus clown show at the linebacker position. Am I right? I mean, shoot, clowns sometimes have some ability, some agility, some, some, some funness to them. Our linebackers have been stuck in the sand, so shoot, that <laughs> might be even too high praise. <laughs> exactly. It has not been fun. It has not been entertaining like the circus for the little kids. It's been an abomination. So, I mean, as you said, it can't be any worse. But Derek Barnes, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's get out there, DB, and start making plays with that 55 jersey. I mean, you looked the part, but I need you on the football field um, sooner than later. So I still think he's going to be a great player for this team. Stefan, we told we give the people a fun, you know, 
impactful short show. I think we've done that. But I want to end it with this. There's there's a tight end on the Detroit Lions. He wears double Ocho. His name is TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> I mean, this guy came on the scene last year, made a Pro Bowl. I don't know if his hair is between soccer mom or you know rock band guy or bum but i feel like he's got the swaggy beard he's got the crazy man bun and all the guy does is make plays in between the lines jared goff's favorite target people are just saying it's night and day between him and all the other tight ends this guy is the go-to guy for the detroit lions so my question to end this thing to you is like i mean I want you to speak to the man bun and the, and the flow and the hair, but how good can this guy be? Is this guy going to be just a tight end that cannot be dealt with by other teams? Is he going to be somebody you have to game plan for? Or does he take a step back this year? Where are you at on Mr. Hawkinson? Listen, bro, hippie man bun, hipster <laughs> beard, uh bro or homie i don't give a damn the the guy is a ball player he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> continue to take you know leaps and bounds from you know each year to year the dude's out there in camp obviously head and shoulders above the rest he's gonna be our playmaker and he's gonna finally Bruh. come back and, and show the people why even idiots like our last regime couldn't miss on him he, he's gonna be our 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 go-to player and i'm looking forward to this you know this year and, uh, you know, week in, week out, him performing, bottom line. So what you're saying is you like him, bro. I like him, bro. I like him. Bro. <laughs> well, that's all I needed from you, man. Like, you're hyped on him. I've always been a supporter of Mr. Hawkins. I was down on him his rookie year, but... He's a, he's a he's a bro like you. I mean, he's got the hair. He's got the he's got the laid back attitude. He he's hanging out at tight end university. He's a heavyweight champion. He's here for Detroit making plays. So, Stefan, I mean, I thought we'd just go back to the music and and get up out of here, bro. Like, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I think this was a fun episode. We got a lot of things in. We laugh. We hopefully made the people laugh a little bit. And we talked Detroit Lions. So, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, man. I got some white claws to go drink, throw it up with girls. So, you know, best of luck to all you guys out there. I can't wait to be on it. 30 days from now, to talk Lions all day, every day. No doubt. Stefan in the house. He is 100% going to be at training camp for that night practice. You want to see the king of all bros, myself, and possibly Logan Lamb, Randier, and others? show up and, and try to locate us there probably uh with our binoculars on scouting this squad but until then everybody drink that detroit kool-aid drink it in uh, side of cornbread cornbread and bro we're out Drink it in, man.